Welcome back, everyone, to the Jenna Julian Podcast. Ding, 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 ding. We miss you guys. <laughs> His mic just fell out of the thing. Get back in there. That's such a great start to the episode. Thanks, get the, Mike. Get the back in there. What a great guy. Mike. This guy, Mike. Such Mike, a great guy. guy. Anyway, welcome back to the Jenna Julian Podcast, the podcast where... Uh, sometimes our mics just commit suicide while we podcast. This episode is brought to you by Texture. Guys, Texture is the future for magazine reading. It is an app that lets you tap into the world's most popular magazines anytime, anywhere, using this, your smartphone or tablet with the Texture app. Uh, you breeze through hundreds of your favorite magazines, all in the comfort of your own millennial device. True. Go to texture.com slash Jenna Julian. Right now to start binge reading on uh, all your favorite magazines, you get a free trial when you go to texture.com slash Jenna Julian. Texture, the official sponsor of <clears throat> one of the official sponsors of the podcast, but also of Julian's like sometimes ability to light things on fire. Texture has made it so there are no magazines here for you to light on fire, Julian. <laughs> that is an airtight point. <laughs> uh, for anyone that's been watching our vlogmas, you know, we've had some close calls. We're also getting scolded in that comment section, though, because like about what? we're what like we we're making a joke about, about it. Like, yeah, fi- obviously, no one wants anything to catch on fire. Please don't take our funny conversation as us not taking fire safety seriously. That's what we were getting a, reamed about. It that was we a genuine accident. Yeah, it was a genuine accident. I mean, you don't need to take fire safety too seriously because then it's not fun. <laughs> oh my you God. want fire safety Julian. to be safe, but also fun. <laughs> Oh my god! All right. So we're gonna we're gonna do some stuff. Um, if, if I'm a little draggy or this is a little short or whatever, it's because you know vlogmas is it's a it is it's really it's taking a lot out of us. Yeah, it's, and I was a day ahead and now I'm like a day behind. Yeah, me too. Like my vlog should have been up this morning and it's not up yet. Me too. Me too. It's been it's been weird because you have the schedule like the massive schedule increase of work load uh, for vlogmas, but then you also have everything else normally carrying on. Yeah. It's very so, crazy. Yeah, it catches up with you. So my apologies. It's okay, Julian. We love you. Oh, do you want to touch fingers? All oh, fishy, fishy okay, kiss. Fishy kiss. All right, here we go. So I kind of wanted to make this a weird things podcast because you guys request conspiracy theories all the time, which sometimes are a little bit difficult to come by uh, because the good ones are all well researched, and you know it takes a lot of effort to make. A conspiracy theory that's good that really like hits you in that like mind blown place but there's a ton of other stuff on the internet that i waste my time looking at and looking up as i'm sure those of you that are fans of the conspiracy theory podcast are also interested in but they're not really theories they're just strange things that i like wasting my time reading about uh some of them are supernatural some of them are completely realistic and some of them are just a little weird so I thought we could, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I found, uh, and you tell me what you think, and we can talk about it. I like it. Yeah? I like it. Thank you for compiling this weird list. Of I course. like that everything that really this interests us. This is literally what I do in my free time. It just, but everything that's interesting to us, you know, in one way or another, just kind of boils down to weird. Well, yes. Right? I'm, I'm on a never-ending quest right. to find the things that people can't explain. Those are my favorite things. It really doesn't have to even do with conspiracy theories, which I have a deep passion for. It just has to do with anything that people can't explain. I think I'm a gigantic fan of. I think that's of. intriguing. I, I agree. I think when you come to something that nobody really knows exactly what it is or how to... That's my favorite. 
This see, this is why I watch a lot of like Dateline and like you know murder shows. And uh, like I'll sit up at night and watch these things, and I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, is this like murder porn? Like, why am I watching? Why am I so interested in it? And sometimes it's just that you can't explain why or how or I don't, yeah, I don't some think, of it I don't freaks any, me out. I don't think there's anything innately weird or, or like off about someone who's who's intrigued by something like that. Like, you know, if anything, it's I feel like it's natural. The humans are voyeuristic. They're curious. They want to find things that kind of baffle them. They want to like be challenged. And so we're inquisitive. Yeah. And, but question. I mean, just like peachy. Well, it's like thing, things like that that can't be explained. Um, they make you feel small and not a bad like, oh, I'm nothing way, but more like, holy shit, I'm so insignificant. There's so much more out there. Mm-hmm. That's why I love shooting clouds because it's like they make you feel so insignificant. They are so big and monstrous, and you're like, look at what I'm looking at at right now, twenty four seven. A because I'm looking for UFOs, but also B because I genuinely enjoy just looking at the sky and stars. Like you were saying, I've never been to Oklahoma with some of those crazy skies because of those storms. I've never seen like a whole shelf of clouds, but I've seen a lot of big oh, clouds. Yeah, we were talking about and, that. And a big reason why I'm intrigued by clouds and large clouds and big cloud formations is because when you look at something like that, there's something so like visceral about being, you know, in the presence of something so massive. Yeah. And you see we, it with your own eyes. You're, yeah. like, you're right there. You're the, you're the biggest thing I can imagine. Right. And you're right in front of me. We had that conversation a while back when you we were talking about clouds because you were really excited about like big storm clouds in L.A. And I was like, dude, these are these. Yeah. For Los Angeles, <laughs> yeah. they were very big. Yeah. But when you are in the presence of like a storm storm, which I'm sure a lot of you have seen, like I, the one that I'm thinking of in particular was uh, when I worked at the day camp in Boston and it was coming over the water and it was like, you know, how you you'll see a storm or something. I, I've never been in a hurricane. I've never been in a tornado, but it all of a sudden it goes from, wow, that's something to you feel fear like inside of in, your stomach. Yeah, yeah. And, and in a way of like, I don't know what's going to happen yeah. right now. Yeah. Like seeing a storm that size just like really puts fear in you. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I honestly, like I've, I've considered, uh, you know, I actually, I probably will at some point, but I've considered multiple different, uh, Storm chasing. Chase well, they have storm chasing tours. Yeah, nuts. They have tours. And Boy. I follow a few storm chasers on Twitter. Uh, because there a lot, there's a lot of them that I've found who are really good about documenting the different clouds are seeing, the different formations, the 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 pre storm clouds, the post storm clouds, everything. At it from a scientific perspective, yeah, but they break it down on Twitter in a way where you're just like, oh, I, I kind of understand what mm. you're saying. But they have tours, and I I would do it. I would fucking do it. I just don't know like how it would work. Not like a tornado though, right, fam? Like please. not like like they have they have storm chasing tours in like Oklahoma. That I would love to go like on. Like Tornado Alley shit. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, but I mean, you you're with professionals, you know. I'm okay. You know. You're going to just don't get caught up <laughs> shit's creek without a paddle. Why bing, would you name it a creek shit's creek? <laughs> what an asshole, dude. It was probably a really beautiful there creek. There probably is a creek named shit's, shit's creek. No, there has yeah. to be. Yeah. Because of the saying. Yeah, if you drive from Boston to upstate New York, you see some goofy-ass fucking creeks. It's like dead woman floating creek, and you're like, tight dog. No, there's not. Yeah, there is. They're all weird kinds of fucking creeks and shit up there. They name any sort of like running little brook, and they're like, yeah, this is a man sitting up straight creek. And you're like, dude. Is it all official, or is it just arbitrary? No, it is. They have their little signs on the side of the road. Interesting. 
I'm interested. You know, there's a road sign in New England that I'd never seen until I moved there. It says thickly settled. Do, tell me if you see a road. It's yellow and it says thickly settled. What does that mean? Means the snow is probably thick or something. I don't no, know. No, it just means like densely populated. What? Wait, yeah. really? Like thickly settled. Settled like a settlement. Thickly settled. That's weird. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm that's kind of angry that because whoever we were, made that sign. We chose were riding that in the van in softball, and it was the first thickly time I'd ever settled? seen it. And I thought it was a joke. I was like, "Oh, sick fucking street sign, fam. Thickly settled." I was thinking it meant something about like the trees or something. Like, what does that mean? Thickly settled. It must be super outdated, right? Or else it's a troll job. Because there's no way that. No, that's they're all over the place. Use. It says so. You're you're driving down a road or whatever, and then you come to a town, and it just says thickly settled instead of like you're now entering. Uh, fucking this part of connecticut it'll it'll say that and then you'll get to the town and it says thickly settled i think it's referring to neighborhoods do you know what i mean yeah low-key thickly settled Yo, low-key thickly <laughs> settled though yeah that's weird anyways let's get into some weird things what do you say yeah, so. okay so uh the first thing that i found is called quantum entanglement uh my source here is popularmechanics.com uh, let me just, I'll read it to you. It's the best way to, whatever. Here we go. Quantum mechanics boasts all, oh, this, oh, okay. I'm basically just reading it to you. <laughs> Quantum mechanics boasts all the sorts of delightfully odd features. There's the fact that two separated particles can interact inter instantaneously, a phenomenon called quantum entanglement. Uh, Einstein disparaged the theory, which he called spooky action at a distance. But there is significant e evidence to support the theory of quantum entanglement. And there's another phenomenon called quantum superposi superposition. Yeah, this particle, this principle of quantum mechanics suggests that particles can exist in two separate locations at once. Okay. Them, like atoms or like little shit, you know, okay, yeah. particles. Yeah. Physicists from Stanford University have now demonstrated the superposition of a group of atoms over a greater distance than ever before. 54 centimeters or about 1.77 feet. The largest distance ever achieved before this was less than a centimeter. So this is That's a pretty huge. big deal. Yeah. Quantum superposition is made even more perplexing by the fact that it can only occur when the particles are unobserved. Bullshit, dude. No, listen. Simply by observing a particle in two different quantum states, you cause what is known as a wave function collapse, and the particle again exists in only one state or the other, and in case of superposition, only one physical location or the other. Therefore, measuring the particle in superposition is incredibly difficult. According to the... No, it gets better. According to the Telegraph UK, yeah. Russia is aiming to use this type of technology to create teleportation with the goal being by 2035 or in about 20 years. Conspiracies around this include, uh, so if you're, if you're going to make this for teleportation, first of all, that's crazy that this is already possible, that you can make the same particle or atom exist in the same place at the same time. They can prove it, except the only thing that makes it not possible is observing it. So I have a question about that. What, like, on, on a scientific level, what about observing something? I mean, you can look into this wave function collapse. If you want me to Wikipedia this. No, no, we don't have to. I mean, it's just. All right. 
In quantum mechanics, wave function collapse is said to occur when a wave function, initially in a superposition or several something word I can't read, appears to reduce to a single something word or observation. In essence, it's the measurement of quantum mechanics and connects to the wave function with classical observables like position and momentum. Collapse is one of two processes by which quantum systems evolve in time. The other is continuous evolution via the Schrodinger equation. It just, it makes it collapse. I don't know how else to explain it to you in a way that either of us could possibly fucking understand. I feel like there's, there's nothing that we could find right now that would make either of us understand why that's a thing. Well, you'd it have would, to have, have a to thorough a understanding of, of, of quantum <clears throat> physics. Which we don't. Which no. we can't get right now. I mean, I took it, but I don't fucking know it. You took quantum physics? Uh, no, I took the one between that and physics. So physics, HP physics? No, the one where it's like harder than physics. Okay. What's that one called? I don't know. Harder than physics. It's called harder than physics. Not not like, like quantum a mechanics. Anyway, no, just harder than physics. Yeah, something harder than physics. I took. Um, that's really interesting, but yeah, I, I feel like we, I would need like my cousin. She's studying, I believe it's quantum physics at MIT. Mm. I feel like I need like a genius like that to kind of just sit me down. And be well, like, even then, it's just, it's hard to understand because you'd have to understand the. Formulas, yeah, but whatever. there is there is ways. But I just feel like. okay, but like everyone can understand <clears throat> what this is saying, right? Yes, you understand what this yeah, is yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, that they've been able to make a particle exist in the same place at the same time, and that by observing it, it makes it collapse so that it only appears in one physical state mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. You understand that, right? Yes, I get that. You understand how fucking crazy that is. Well, yeah, yes, I do. I understand. Okay. So Russia's looking. This is what's crazy. Russia is looking to harness this technology for people to in teleport. Twenty years to be able to teleport. Uh, that's that's reaching. Is yeah. it though? Is it twenty years ago? Was what nineteen ninety five six? What year is it? Ninety six. <laughs> in ninety six, we had no cell phones. We had no like really fun laptop. We had like, shitty laptops, maybe. Desktop yeah. computers. Advances in technology, not advances in literally. But this is the same type of thing. No, I agree. I think I think reading something that is cool because it's like, oh, it could really happen. I just think twenty years is like, whoa, whoa. whoa. Look at this. You have one of the most powerful devices in your pocket every single yeah, day. But, yeah, but look, look, look. It's still right here. It's not moving. It's not teleporting. No, but babe, it's feasible. I, I, I I'm blown away by it. All I'm saying is, twenty years, I would I would bet higher. Okay, but let's not get bogged down by that. I want to talk about the fact that they can make two particles exist in the same time in different places. That's insane. So it's 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 one particle, and it's kind of just being duplicated. Yeah, well, in two places. So when when it exists, so say it exists right here and right I here. Because they that's said what they, they, could, they could reach almost two feet apart. Right. So say one's existing right here and one's existing right here. Yeah. Right. All the characteristics, of, all the characteristics about a particle A or the particle before it was duplicated or, or or brought over here or whatever, are those are those then assumed by the second particle, or do you even refer to it as the second particle? See, so this is the thing. So. Uh, Obviously, there's a lot of conversation about teleportation on the Internet and some conspiracies around this include uh, if you go in a certain way, 
Like, say, Julian walks into the teleportation teleportation station here, and you want to go to Paris, France. That the you that comes out on the other side may either physically not be you or mentally, emotionally, psychologically not be you. There's so much room for things to get jumbled and mixed up. Here's what that brings up in my mind is... If there's no guarantee in this technology or uh, or sort of turn of events that, you know, particle B or particle 2.0 is going to be the same makeup yeah, as nobody particle knows one. That. So considering that, we could have already been do we could be doing this right now. There can be this it could exist in teleportation form right now, but there just might be different versions of us that we're not mentally inside of them. Right. Well that's parallel universes and all of that stuff. No no no. I'm talking about like I'm talking about like this this energy, this this science was harnessed into a form of teleportation, right? And in trying that, there was no guarantee that the the teleported person or molecule is the same mentally or sentiently is that a word as as the the person who was Mm. duplicated or was so right what i'm saying is basically right now there could be a jenna who is teleporting across the world but you're not mentally her so she could just be there i mean if that was the case i feel like via the internet we'd find a lot of people that were also other people i don't think in plain sight like you or me could have had it done but i'm saying it could be it could happen it could be right now it's possible it's possible Well, i mean there's also theories about time travelers and all that so it's anything's possible that it's totally a thing that happens now yeah but i think it's insane that so say let's just play along for a second i'm playing along say that russia develops teleportation by 2035. I mean, doesn't that just make make the whole military, like everything, you have to rework everything. Yeah, yeah. it's know, a game like, changer. Imagine how many people would just teleport into the White House and be like, sup, dude? Like, that's insane. Yeah, you have to, I mean, you have to rework Well, you'd have to figure out a way to society. block people from teleporting. And you'd also... Because this is how the world works. Have to figure out a way to make a bajillion fucking dollars off of it. <laughs> yeah, it like costs teleport, money to teleport. Advertising and you know, and a select few people would have the ability to run that system. Yeah. Like you don't get to just sit in your house and play quantum mechanics and quantum physics and, and build yourself a little teleporting machine. You'd have to go pay a fuck ton of money to go use that technology, which sucks. It's like electric cars. Like Elon Musk was saying in a in an interview that he did that was like, in the future with AI and stuff, we can't have this technology be, you know, exclusive to a handful of people. This needs to be everyone's information. Yes. Because then it just <clears throat> leads to evil and it leads to people doing the wrong things with it. Because teleportation, that technology, if someone has it and hoards it, that it can lend lead to itself so to many things. problems. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's really interesting. I, I mean, I... <clears throat> but imagine, so you're Russia, and you're like, look, now's the time we we can just go invade America and do whatever the fuck we want. Like, everybody's fucked because we can teleport yeah. and nobody else yeah, can. No, if it, if but it, the people coming here yeah. all of a sudden get here and are, like, totally fucking different. Like, maybe they have arms coming out of their, like, middles, or they're just mentally, they forgot what they were doing here, yeah. or they think that there's someone but else. That's that's Like, that's insane. That's crazy to think about. That's crazy to think about, especially because, uh, you know, it's like one of those things, like I said, if this were to happen in the near future, who knows when, when, like, when 
like if you met a person and mm-hmm. you're like, did you teleport? Are you the teleported person? Right. Are you real? Right. Are, were you born or were you teleported? Like people could, the, the population could just shoot up. I mean, doesn't that just give a whole new meaning to when you meet someone, you never judge a, a book by what a, chapter you came in on? It gives a whole new meaning to everything. You I've know ever what I mean? Known. Like yeah. when you meet someone, you're meeting them at a particular time in their life. A lot of factors are going into who you're actually meeting at that time. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe that person's been jumping and jumping and jumping around the world and they're 70 billion times removed from the person that they were born as. Yeah. Like you wouldn't even know your own parents anymore because maybe they don't even fucking remember you. That's wild. Right? Yeah. That's a good one. Anyways, that was weird thing number one. It's already a thing. And people are already trying to use it, dog. All right. Weird thing number two. This, okay, I was on this website for a long time. Like, so much longer than I want to admit. Uh, but it is um, the consequences of sin in relation to karma. Uh, and it's from the website spiritualresearchfoundation.org. Uh, most of it is by His Holiness, Dr. Jayant Balaji Athavel. I don't I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong, but um, I was originally looking up. So, you know, we did that podcast about what happens after you die. And that was really interesting. So I know of a couple of theories, but I was looking, hoping to find some more. And instead, I found this hole that I went down about what happens <clears throat> before you're born. And <clears throat> I've heard theories of like you choose your parents or you choose your life or if you're being reincarnated, uh, that that's in a certain order. And this, I like, I, it it was one of those moments, I don't know how much time you spend on the internet, but my jaw dropped, like literally dropped, literally dropped. Like you came home and I was just sitting in my computer with my mouth open. It was some. Okay, let's get to it. I want to hear this. All right. So, um, I was reading about sin and karma and like, how do you get good karma and bad karma and that kind of thing. And and it's like, oh, you know, every day we, we gain a certain amount of karma. Uh, everything that you kill is bad karma. So like insects and like boiling water, you're killing microorganisms Mm -hmm. and all of that sort of gets null by the end of the day. But the only way to, uh, like, get rid of that bad karma is to put out good karma, like giving gifts and like being a good person and helping other people. But that also some of the things I didn't know included just like having bad thoughts or like ill will towards other people in your mind. In your mind. I didn't know that you could, that you could sin in your think mind. karma. Yeah. That you could sin in your mind yeah, yeah. without doing anything. And the way that it was written on this oh, particular fuck. website, right? Oh, fuck. The way that it was written on this particular website yeah. said that it's a quote, waste of God's resources. So if you imagine that God gave you consciousness or your brain and, yeah. and your brain yeah. and you're using it to, make negative thoughts about someone else or something. you're wasting God's resources. And in that sense, it's punishable and is a sin. I mean, God, I don't know what you're calling waste, but I think this is a good use of my brain. <laughs> so I started digging a little farther. So right. I was like, okay, I need, I need to just, I want to know the information available to me about what is a sin now mm-hmm. that my mind is completely blown. Uh, so uh, this was something interesting that I found. Uh, why are people who sin not punished, right? If karma is, you know, running the whole everything, why do you have these people that do terrible things, but like nothing bad ever happens to them? This is the explanation for that. We see criminals, corrupt people or officials and politicians, etc. performing many sinful acts and 
yet enjoying the luxuries of life? Why do these people not get punished for their sins is a question that upsets many. These people are happy because of the merits of their previous birth. Even God can do nothing until the stock of their merit is over. However, once the stock of their merits is over, they have to face the consequences of their sinful acts in the form of diseases, poverty, suffering in hell or petal, after death, etc. In short, no one can escape sins. Despite the merits from the previous births, since their tendencies are evil, negative energies gain control over their mind and intellect and reinforce personality deficits in them. Consequently, they commit more and more sins, thereby exhausting their merits very quickly. Once their merits are exhausted, negative energies surround them from all sides, take them under their control, and inflict different kinds of distress on them. Even after death, such individuals <clears throat> suffer in hell for many years. So basically, if you're thinking of someone who's a bad person, you're like, why are they not getting theirs? They either have gotten theirs at one point in their No, they will in their next lifetime so, or the lifetime after that once their good karma or merits have run low. Got it. Which is crazy. Yeah. So then some of this reading like made me feel really kind of messed up because... Uh, it was like if you're born like this or you have a, a disability or you're, you know, an animal or something, it's because you did something fucked up. But you obviously which makes can't me, remember it because it's a past life. Right. But that's like so some of these explanations or uh, what you get born as it's like it's hurtful to me as a person because it's not what i believe that's like saying that it, when someone is deaf it's because they did something terrible in their life or their yeah. past life i'm not like sure that, i subscribe to this yeah, it really sort of like it fucks me up because yeah. or you're you're a cow because you did this like I also, I also just, I, I just I, really I just don't subscribe it. to that logic, okay, well, even in terms of like a, a religious. What we're standpoint. doing, what we're doing right now, though, is a sin, so we can get to that. But if you do believe any of this, that's fine, and I respect your ability or your desire or your religion or whatever it is. It just hurts my soul a little bit to understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm not gonna Kermit, have. You're a, so hot. I'm not gonna have a conversation about whether this is right or wrong or what it, what totally. you guys believe or what you believe, Jenna. Totally. Everyone can believe anything yeah, but that all want. I'm doing is just reacting to it like okay. I think well, this is go. kind of here we ridiculous go. I found this chart don't yeah. read it you're cheating <laughs> I found this chart so it says consequences that have to be faced in the next birth or hell because sin incurred sin committed by a woman inappropriate behavior with the husband if you talk angrily with the husband according to this chart in your next life, you will be born deaf or in poverty for seven births. Or if you're born an animal, you get born as a bitch or a vixen. So hold on. How, <laughs> for how much arguing with your husband? How many times do you have to argue to get seven I, births? All it says is of, talking angrily with, with the husband. So if one woman mouths, okay, some one time. really fucking crazy this asshole. Is, this is maybe what this. some people really do believe, though. So. Be sensitive to that. So you, but there are many cultures and religions in our current world that do not treat women like we do here. Absolutely. I know that. Yeah, no, for sure. And they but, don't and there's nothing wrong with that to them. To them. Maybe there is to you because we have a different way of believing. Yeah. So I mean yeah. just it is what it is. But I think you can get an idea from this chart. Um this one was like made me laugh out loud though. Eating alone without sharing with the husband 
Why is it about the husband? It's the so husband, weird Julian, to me. The husband. If you do oh, that. So weird. Which I've done many a times. Guess what your consequences? The next lifetime you are born as a bat that eats earthworms first and then later its own excrement. So what if I don't want a husband? I don't know, babe. But I don't know. But I, for, because I eat alone sometimes and don't share with you, I'm going to be a bat. I'm going to be a bat at the, at the least. Like if I cross my fingers, I can be a bat because some the, of these are the name up. of this. I already told you. Can you repeat it? Um, it is spiritual research foundation.org. I, I, I'm sorry. Cause I'm like normally really like accepting of theories and I just, I can't with this one. Okay. Um, adultery, eyeing other men with desire. I do that. Means I, that I, I uh, you would be born. I eye many men. <laughs> means that you would be born into poverty. One with a squint in the eyes. Like your eyes are fucked? I guess so. Uh, if you commit adultery, you are born as a bitch. So according to this theory, PG is a bitch. She committed adultery in her past life. We should add our own versions of these. Go ahead. I mean, there's a, there's a fair amount, but I just want to read you some of them before. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just thinking of them. I got, okay. I got some good ones. I think they're pretty good. Sins committed by a man. Uh, if you get married for a second time, you have bad luck for seven births. If, Why seven? Why not eight? I don't know. If you force a woman to abort, uh, you will face infertility in your next life. And if your son is born, if you're born like you have a son, he will have a short life. Um, if if you as a man commit uh, or if you lustfully watch another woman's face, you will be born in your next life with an eye ailment. That's right. Last. Uh, if you have a physical relationship with your brother's wife, you will be born as a donkey, followed by birth in the snake species and hell in the end. Uh, yeah, this is this is just airtight logic all over the place. Okay, so if you notice how much the other person is eating, who's the other person? I don't know. I don't know. But why is <laughs> what that a scenario? Sin? What scenario are we in? I think it has We're to do. We're noticing another person and what they're eating. I think it has to do. Gives you seven births well, worth of. No, no, no. no that eyes. wasn't the consequence. I didn't tell you the consequence yet. I'm just assuming. The consequence that. is blindness. Okay. Seven births is blindness. No, 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 no. Just one. Just one. Only one birth? Just one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Some of them have seven births. So there's only one so far. Mm. This one is just blindness. I think it has to do with the ego and jealousy and that kind of thing, because those are sins. So if you're noticing how much someone else is eating and feeling some type of way about it, you're comparing you're yourself. Gonna be, you're going to be blind. <laughs> noticing how much the other person is eating. They're going to be like, whoever. I've noticed that all the time. How are you not supposed to notice what, what someone else is eating or how um, much they're I'm eating? I'm God, and that's an abuse of the power I gave you to look with your eyeballs. It's a waste of how resources. How dare you look at okay. that? Um, friendship with sinners was a big, huge page on here that I read about. You're going to be born a donkey. Um, if you commit betrayal against anything, it just says betrayal. Uh, you will be born that as someone that vomits after meals. <laughs> My God. Right. Um, if, if you steal, uh, water, you will be born as a crow. If you steal anything, you will have poor nails. <laughs> Porn ales? Poor nails. <laughs> if you steal fruit, you will be ugly or you will be a wild animal. If you steal milk, you will have leprosy. <laughs> if you steal honey, you will be an eagle, which sounds dope. Uh, right? Can we go steal some honey? I want to be an eagle tomorrow. 
Um, if you steal food, you have spleen disease. Uh, also, along with water, if you steal household, household articles and utensils, you will be born a crow. If you steal books, you will be blind. Um, articles that are on a deathbed, which I don't know what that means, you'll have life, life imprisonment. If you steal gold, you will have urinary disorders and diabetes. Why? Because pee is gold. I don't know. Man. That has to I be their logic on that I one. Just, I like, mean, like I'm trying. I'm trying to. Okay, they may have a system for how these punishments work, but for the gold, come on. Like you pee gold, golden shower, come on. Wow. That's that's that's. Just, I I agree with that. It like <laughs> it hurts me a little bit for someone to sit down and try and explain what's going to happen to you. Or, you know, that some people in certain or some animals or some anything is less than, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it just sucks yeah. for me. Yeah. I just don't like that. I don't like it either. It makes yeah. me feel weird. But, there's, but there's, to each their own. To each their own. But the one, the bottom one on the list, I I subscribe to that one. Well, you could also... The one, the one over here. It says, what? if you watch the Jenny Julian podcast, you get a free trial at texture.com. Boy, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> you do. So in this life, you don't have to wait till the next life. Also, if you oh. watch the Jenna Julian podcast, you can oh. right now go to texture.com slash Jenna Julian. You get immediate entry to all the top magazines you may want to read. Mm. Billboard, all, Brides Magazine, guys, for all my brides out there or my Brides Magazine fans out there. Check it out. They have uh, Eating Well Magazine, Entertainment Weekly, Esquire, uh, Fitness Magazine, Forbes, Fortune. I mean, all the top magazines on an app. I mean... I'm kind of blown away that it hasn't incredible. existed until Texture, but Texture has made it so easy. Uh, they don't not they not only uh, let you ha- like subscribe to your favorite magazines, but they will also curate certain articles based on what you've been reading. Because uh, Texture has a team of editors that will do that, uh, try to suggest new reads for you, so you're constantly getting fed new material. It is a really easy app. Texture is entirely digital, so it's super environmentally friendly. You're not wasting all this paper, which, like Jenna said, could also be maybe in the wrong spot when you're being stupid and I don't know, have a fireplace at your house but don't worry about that with texture right now guys, you can get free entry uh, with a free trial go to texture.com slash Jenna Julian right now and uh, let us know how you like it, I personally love it and I think everyone at some point just needs to make the switch here and thank you texture for putting up with our shit thank you texture for putting up with (laughs) our shit thank you texture for putting up with these fire segues fucking lit Uh, speaking of lit you guys want to oh, get? Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to uh, get? Uh, yeah, I don't even have. I don't even have anything here. If you want to get lit on Christmas and look nice and ugly, Christmas sweated out or Hell onesied yeah. out, go to Tipsy Elves, guys. Tipsy Elves are the amazing sponsor from what was it last week or two? I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah, they, they gave Those us our onesies. onesies. We have these Christmas onesies. They are very stylish, uh, stylish, and they have really, really quality material. They're not crappy onesies. Uh, Tipsy Elves makes all the ugly Christmas sweaters, all the fun, uh, they have really fun Christmas sweaters. They Mm -hmm. have goofy things. Uh, but tipsy elves is just kind of like a different, uh, style that I feel like doesn't really exist out there. And it's an awesome, awesome one. They have a whole selection. They even have like full suits, like dress up suits, but they're, uh, they're like tipsy elves or holiday themed and they're really cool. Uh, you can all right now go to tipsyelves.com and check out the all new 200, uh, 2016 sweaters and onesies and everything they have. Uh, just if you record in front of a green screen, maybe you don't get a green one like I did. 
because that wasn't the smartest thing. Uh, right now, you guys get 20% off tipsyelves.com on anything you order. Ding Fam gets 20% off. So if you get an ugly Christmas sweater, get it from Tipsy Elves because you will be happy. They have awesome designs and the quality is is not to be beaten. And but you don't have to leave your house. You don't have to leave best. your house. Yes. <laughs> order it. Well, it's also one of these things where you could see all these cool, potentially cool looking Christmas sweaters or whatever online, but you never know how, how good the quality is. Mm. With Tipsy Elves, you're getting that awesome quality. But you're going to want to wear their stuff. Go to tipsyelves.com, enter code JJ at checkout, and you get 20% off site-wide, and then you can be a tipsy elf and get all tipsy and lit. Oh, there's my segue. Just came a little late. Our other sponsor this week is the amazing, (laughs) top-of-the-line, best sock in the world, Stance Socks. I love Stance so much. Uh, I feel like Stance has kind of opened a whole world for me to wear socks and express myself with their socks. They have such amazing designs. And Rihanna has a collection. Rihanna has a line with Stance. They make Girl, put them on my body, mom. Uh, I feel like I speak for a lot of people when I say before seeing Stan socks, I didn't really realize what kind of style statement you could be making with socks, but you can. Stance uh, is amazing. Right now, you can get yourself some Stan socks. They have Star Wars collections. They have women's sock collections that Jenna got with the Japanese silk. How soft are they, babe? Um, They're unbelievable. Yeah. New lines from Rihanna and Willow Smith. Also, they have holiday lines, which you guys can check out right now. Uh... I actually tweeted a picture from the Jenna Julian podcast account of all my stance socks because I was like, you guys thought I was kidding about my stance obsession. I have so many stance socks. And what a better gift than uh, an amazing to pair give of socks. and receive, though. You're going to give a pair of socks to someone in your family. They're going to be like, wait, you got me socks? And then you're going to look at them and be like, wow. Hell yeah. This is dope as hell. So uh, check it out. Go to stance.com uh, right Thank now. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, sponsors, so much. Go to stance for the uncommon thread. Thank you guys for uh, always putting up with our always putting up with our shit. And also, uh, you know, you you do a good job showing love to the sponsors because, you know, you know that they show love by accepting the J&J family. And, you know, for you guys to go, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of you guys tweeting at them and getting their stuff. And we appreciate it. We love you, Dink fam. All right. You ready for number five? I'm ready. Here comes. Number five. Give it to me, baby. Mark Zuckerberg. You already know it's going to be great. Uh, is trying to literally plug us into a mental emotional consciousness matrix. Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg has a vision for the future. A day when people won't just share posts and videos and images on social networks, but also their sensory experiences, thoughts, and emotions lifted directly from their brains. Oh. As reported by the Daily Mail, Zuckerberg raised this curious possibility during a Facebook Q&A. It was about a year ago, I think, projecting that the technology may exist in as little as 50 years. Beaming thoughts and raw emotions to others will be as simple as pressing send, something he's described as the ultimate communication technology. Having other people's thoughts and emotions entering your own mind. If you can feel what others feel, at what point do you begin to question which thoughts and emotions are your own and which were put there? Social networks are already manipulated by marketing and political interests. Imagine that happening in your own head. See, when when it gets to like invading my thoughts, I am not about it. I want this to be my sanctuary where anything goes. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, not anything, but it's your brain. You well, should not is, have it policed or monitored. Your body and your mind and your consciousness, as far as we know. Is as the, far as we know. As far exactly. as we know. Yeah. When we talked about this with the blood-sucking Google Watch that was mm-hmm. being referred to as a, a particle accelerator. Yeah. Your body is the last thing that you have that is truly yours in your mind and your consciousness. Like everything Strip else. Strip away all your iPhones. All is your, in your, yeah, like your DNA yeah. is the only thing that you have left that is not infringed on by like makeup. anybody else. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> not if Zuckerberg has something to do with it. I mean, imagine how incredibly invaded you'd feel. Like if you had a thought, right? And you know how like when you, you buy something on Amazon and then the next time you go on your computer, it is, there's cookies. So it'll suggest something mm-hmm. just like what you bought. Imagine that, but with thoughts, like you, you think to yourself, you walk into a store and you're like, you know, the checker was really rude to you. You're like, oh, that guy was kind of an asshole. And then suddenly you go on Facebook when you get home and then it says, oh, uh, <laughs> your our, thought has our, been lifted. Yeah. Or like are people who work in customer service at, at markets pissing you off? Shop online now or something like that. Like it reads your fucking brain mm. and something something that see i'm thinking of it way beyond that though i feel like this is only something like our current technology which is always marketed to you to be convenient makes your life better it's easier and in a way everything is Mm -hmm. but in theory maybe this has some more evil purpose than we're aware of like using your thumbprint in a gigantic fucking government database if people are able to access your thoughts your emotions your raw emotions and feelings Mm -hmm. wouldn't you know if you're mark zuckerberg or facebook or wherever this goes, who is feeling distress right now? Who's feeling fear right now? Yeah. You know, maybe you're looking for someone. Mm, well, that's isn't that their idea behind yes, this? Yes, exactly. Like- so, you know, Mark Zuckerberg might say in an interview, it's the ultimate form of communication. Yeah. Is it or is it the ultimate form of mind control and surveillance? Yeah, surveillance. That's what it is. It's the ultimate surveillance. Like, Zuckerfuck, <laughs> can you please... Boy, if you don't get your thoughts out of my thoughts, that'd be great, please. Can you, okay, like just in a real practical sense, though, do you physically want to feel someone else's pain? You tell me I have a stomachache. I will take your word for it and I will help you feel better. I don't want to physically feel your stomachache, dog. No, no, I don't want to feel anyone's pain. I don't want to even feel my own pain, especially my own pain. Yeah. Well, can you imagine all the people that are going to be lifting from their brains like, oh, my boyfriend just broke up with me or like, you know, I, I just got this is gonna in, sound a, really in a dark. car accident. Sound really fucking like, I don't want to feel this that. going to sound really dark. Tell me. I feel like in a, in, a, in a future society where this fucking happens, right? They implement this, this thought capturing whatever mm-hmm. system suicides will spike people will feel so invaded and so like completely just there's nothing safe anymore yeah and and you literally can't even have your own mind you can't think about things you can't you know a lot of people find solace in in thought you know myself included i think everyone does to a Mm. certain extent so for you to feel like that's taken away i feel like a huge percentage of people would try to kill themselves because it's the only way to finally get peace or whatever finally free yourself i know that sounds because your brain's a terrifying prison as it is imagine being infiltrated by other people what's like i can't think of much worse than 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 having yeah and so say this is possible right (laughs) for just 
play along with me for a second. Zuckerberg can make it so you can upload your thoughts and raw emotions and feelings onto the internet. Who the fuck is to say that information can't go the other way? The things and thoughts and, and whatever <clears throat> can't be uploaded into your brain backwards. Yeah. Fucking, I'm not buying That's it for one second That's, that no. things wouldn't, they wouldn't spend infinitely more money trying no. to do it in that no. direction no. than in the uploading no, 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 direction. Either way, I feel like there's so much room for just like some pure fucking evil to happen. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. My goodness. Yeah. You said that in an interview. Pretty fucked. Like, dog, I am not on the same page as you. I am not here for this. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, please. Zuckerberg, please. No. Get out of my brain. I don't like it. I like to choose when I share. Even though Hello. I know you know everything. I like to think I keep things private. You're Classic always being Zuckerberg. watched. You're always being watched. All right. All right. What do we got? From StrangerDimensions.com, which is one of my favorite places. Uh, I watched two se- <laughs> I frequent it every Tuesday. Well, actually, StrangerDimensions.com is the first place I ever found talking about the Berenstain, Berenstain Bears mm. uh, Mandela Effect. Mandela Effect, yeah. And uh, it's a pretty great website. All right, what do we got? Um, I watched two separate videos. Uh, being able, One was being able, and you watched part of it, being able to essentially Photoshop an audio file. Ooh. So uh, this guy, it it's called Voco. so creepy. Well, that one wasn't the creepiest. With the second one's the creepiest. Uh, it's called Project Voco by Adobe, and he gives a presentation on stage where he takes an audio file of uh, Key and Peel. Key, Key was sitting on stage, and Peel was the audio. I don't know, whatever. It was funny, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go home and kiss my my dog and my wife in that order." And he's like, "Let's just say that he wants to change that." So he, via text, was able to just type in that he wants to change it. So the text identifies the waveform and then yeah. switches it. Because yeah. you know, if you want to edit audio, you yeah. could totally just switch those two things. Yeah. But he can do it within text to make it that much faster and easier. And was able to make it sound like he said, I want to go home and kiss my and it doesn't sound dog jumbled. and my, it my wife normal. and my dog in that, in that order. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds pretty normal. Yeah. So that's a project that exists. But mm-hmm. then... Uh, Disney Research Hub had a uh, video uploaded to their channel that shows you can record an actor doing a scene or a line in a couple of different ways and then being able to manipulate them together to make whatever desired outcome you actually want. So they had this, uh, they have a bunch of them. They had a, a girl reading a line really angry and then she read it again like really sad and they were able to make it like a little Mid- bit of both uh, or they were able to make it like the beginning. She started off sad and then got yeah, angry. They like, can t- take selections from different ones. Yes. And it looks uh, seamless, but apparently that technology already sort of, yeah, sort of yeah, exists. They're just simplifying. But this it. one is, it was very impressive. Yeah. And, and, and directors and, and producers and like people, you'd see why this is a an important tool for filmmakers it's a time saver. exactly yeah, yeah but there's also a scarier technology called face to face that allows someone so let me just describe to you the video and the video is crazy because they're only using like political leaders to show how their product works mm-hmm. um a guy kermit a guy was sitting standing next to a screen where you see George W. Bush talking about whatever he's talking about. There's no audio. Mm -hmm. This program allows the software to read like your Julian's facial expressions, whatever they are, and then project them through George W. Bush's face. So even though it's still his face in a pre-recorded video. What? So even though it's still his face, you are now controlling his 
facial expressions. So this, so say it's a video of George W. Bush, like really sad about something and I'm laughing and it, it could make him emote like I'm emoting in a dead. pre-recorded if he's dead. Think about that, though. I mean, the idea of being able to manipulate video and audio to this extent is terrifying. Yeah. Well, uh, like this, this specificity of of the uh, emotion or the demeanor of one's face when they're talking on video right. is something that you know is like sacred. You're like, right. you can't fucking alter. I mean, obviously CGI exists, but this right. isn't CGI, right? Right. No, not at all. Yeah. So that's the thing is that yeah. people are very skeptical of CGI. We do know that holograms exist and that we can make a person into a hologram. So people are a little bit skeptical of, you know, you can't trust everything that you see. Yeah. But imagine now you see this very important uh, video coming from Donald Trump, our mm-hmm. current president-elect. Mm-hmm. Except, guess who's over there making all of his facial expressions and editing some fun software, making his words and stuff change in the audio? It's fuck. It's Vladimir Putin over there making playing face games and all audio right. talk. I'm gonna back away That's from the insane. political, but. It's weird and right? it's fucking wild to think but about. But the way that they demonstrated it in the video was all political leaders. Like, but, tell but, me, uh, you, like you could have showed me with anybody, like anybody in the world, any actor, any actress. No, you choose to show me how you're going to manipulate George W. Bush's face. It's because they want to freak you out. It's Dog. Like, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're willing enough to visit this corner of the internet and believe whatever, we want to freak you out. So we're going to use political leaders for this fucking video. Fair enough. But it is possible to using these two softwares together or things like that to just make a completely fake video that looks outrageously realistic. You literally couldn't believe anything you watched anymore. Well, I think that's the ultimate takeaway of that is like, oh, just because you saw a video doesn't even really mean that that's real at all. Yeah. I mean, I know you saw all those conspiracy theories about Barack Obama in front of green screens or like Hillary Clinton in front of green screens or that there's theories that some of these are holograms or. Yeah, I mean, some a of lot of incredible technology in terms of video mo- right? modifying or manipulating software exists already, like mind blowing shit. Right. But for it to be so accessible and so easy to enable on certain things like without you know needing an expert it's wild to think about right anyways moving on man fucked up we got one more Uh, i have two more the last one's not really one though oh project monarch is that what that one no this is not the last one there's two more the last one's really whatever all right this is also from strangerdimensions.com uh it's called project monarch why are you reading this before i even tell you because i didn't realize i wasn't allowed (laughs) okay The monarch butterfly. Every year, millions of these golden-winged insects migrate south to a small area of pine groves in central Mexico, which consists of only about 70 square miles. The process of this journey has amazed scientists for years because the time it takes for the migration to occur is actually longer than the lifespan of a monarch butterfly, which is about six to eight weeks. This This means their offspring born during the migration simply knows where to go and carries on from there. Call it instinct. In fact, many wonder if there isn't some kind of genetic memory at work, something hardwired or programmed within them that tells that guides them and their actions towards their goal. 
This is something that exists in many animals, possibly even in humans, like the bird's ability to build a nest or the turtle's compulsion to bask on a sunny day. But the monarch butterfly is a symbol of something else, a different kind of programming that is said to permeate our modern society and control millions of people throughout the world. Project Monarch. As the story goes, Project Monarch was part of a covert CIA operation known as MK Ultra, which began in 1953, and it would also later be attributed to the Illuminati and is allegedly still used today. Under Project Monarch, victims, usually young children, are subjected to intense trauma yeah. inflicted to the point at which their minds dissociate from the experience. This causes a form of multiple personality disorder, allowing the, quote, pro- programmer or handler to mold these dissociated minds into new controllable personalities from there the triggers or alters are put in place within popular media and other sources that quote trigger and cause these mind-controlled quote slaves to perform whatever actions they have been programmed to do there are also various stages or types of programming each tuned to specific types of individuals and serving different purposes alpha programming for example leads to increased memory ability and greater physical strength while delta programming exists to remove fear and ensure that orders are followed until the very last breath what's the end goal of all of this control of course while these types of mind control conspiracies aren't necessarily unique there's also the nazi marionette programming uh, the MK Ultra program, as well as its precursors, Project Artichoke and Project Bluebird, actually existed. The CIA operations sought to understand hypnosis, new interrogation methods, forced addictions, behavioral engineering, and yes, mind control, among other things, a plethora of strange and, let's face it, shady undertakings. What's most compelling, perhaps even iconic, about the monarch mind control, however, is that these triggers and patterns can allegedly be found in much of popular media, which is all over the internet. I'm sure you guys are aware of those. Um... I've written about Illuminati imagery, the Eye of Providence, and its place in popular culture, but monarch mind control is a bit different. These aren't icons and images placed around just to say, aha, we're right here and you don't even know it. These triggers are put in place, allegedly, to control the minds of their pre-programmed slaves and initiate a response. Who had been through MKUltra. Well, I mean, or if you're talking about genetic memory, maybe you're the kids of someone, of a cousin or whatever. Okay, keep going. In fact, those who have been programmed likely don't even know they are under control at all. Once triggered, their programmed personalities will surface and they'll be like dancers on a string. Here are just a few of the supposed examples, blah, blah, blah. There's a bunch of stuff in there. Like, obviously, like Mm -hmm. Lady Gaga music videos and anything that has to do with butterflies or monarch programming. But, I mean... Who's to say that maybe that's not a fucking thing that exists? Yeah. It's uh, like in Zoolander. Like the Relax song. Relax. Don't do it. Triggers him to kill the Prime I Minister. Know, and I've, I've read articles. I forget what I was reading, but it was for another podcast, I think, where people claim, I forget, it's it's called something, a certain phenomenon, where people claim that they just feel like they're supposed to do something, mm. and one day... They don't know why, but right, they feel it. And they don't know what. But they feel like a switch oh, is going to yeah, go off, yeah. and they're going to have to do something. And that's probably s- speculated to have something to do with this. Pre-programming. Yeah. I mean, uh, MKUltra, I've done a little reading on MKUltra, and that shit is uh, very fascinating. Why would you read? scary. Well, because when we were researching for the Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared theories, that was one of them. 
it was like a parallel between Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared and MK Ultra, like mm. the way that they're, you know, how they like lose their minds, you know, in every episode at some point and like they change form and things are looking fucked up and torturous and dark. Uh, it's supposed like a lot of the theories are like it's uh, some sort of a flashback or some sort of kind of memory memory burst of like having been gone through those programs. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the deeper you get into things like that, the more you just kind of get like scared at all the shit you think exists that you don't know. Mm. Because like MK Ultra is something that like it, it's a program that was kept so secret that like went on and mm-hmm. it was so wrong. Yeah. But the fact that it existed and like was documented makes you so terrified because it's like, what the fuck else went on? Right. That we didn't know about that. I didn't know. about. Well, I mean, think of all the, I mean, if anyone buys into the uh, predictive programming <clears throat> or, or whatever in the media, yeah. think of all the shows and things that you love, like stranger things, like of the government doing these experiments on people yeah. and mind control and that kind of thing. And, and what happens in a society where that happens? It's fucking scary, man. It's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you just let me know in the comments if you think you're being pre-programmed. Well, <laughs> Not honestly, much we can do. I feel like there's you. a lot of people who have had moments, and I think that's a weird kind of thing that I would, I would say I might have had too. Or it's like you, you feel like you're supposed to do something or some or go somewhere. Yeah, or, and not you like know, you oh, just feel this no, what's that thing I'm supposed of like, to do today? It's not. No, that. it's like yeah, it's a different feeling than that. Like the, I don't know if I've had it very strong. Purpose. But I, yeah, but I mean, I, I, I can identify with someone who may have claimed to have felt that. Like that's a real thing, and and you know, your I mind can't. is. I've never felt like something's gonna switch on and I gotta do something. But you, but you don't you don't feel like. Like, out of everything we've talked about, I feel like that's the most graspable thing that I could be like, oh, someone told me that they really felt that they had a higher purpose or something very specific they needed to do or else. And they they can like they would tell me in person, like, this is how I felt. I would be like, OK, that's that's something I can not just like, you know, brush off my shoulder and be like, that's crazy. I'd be well, like, well, yeah, I can you kind can't of... argue with how someone feels. Well, yes, but you can also just I feel like you can kind of just innately relate to something like that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, deja vu and things like that where you just like it, you don't know how to explain it, but you're feeling something that's there mentally. And this is just another one of those things where it's like someone might have really so felt something. Oh, you're saying you're pre-programmed. No, I'm saying I, I get it. Like, I understand what that might feel like if someone were to tell me. That they were. So you're saying you're pre-programmed. Is that what you're saying? TBB, you pre-programmed? You want some pre-programmed fuck? Oh, I can't relate to that feeling at all. I've never felt like something's just going to switch off and I'm going to have something to do. No, I, I never had that feeling. All I'm saying is that if someone were to tell me that they've had that I feeling, it, I, get, I, I get can it. grasp I that. Get it, I get it. I get it. All right. Let's move on. Um, this is the last one. Uh, four signs. It's really only two. Okay. That your dog has seen a ghost. You, you, I feel like you've, okay, sorry, go on. All right, I watch this video a lot. Um, this, you know, please stop digging at me, <laughs> baby. I love you so much. <laughs> go see a ghost. Number one, looking through the air with eyes following something invisible. Marvels does that every day. Yeah. Every day. Yes, he does. Well, I mean, all of the, it's really only two of these because yeah. the next one is, um, like barking and growling or hissing. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of videos of dogs doing it on YouTube, like at corners and like walls or yeah. at doorways or whatever. Uh, 
by this logic, though, Marvel sees <laughs> a thousand ghosts a day. I think it depends a lot on the Maybe that's the what he's dog. barking at all the time. That I mean, makes sense possible, now. But I think it also, you can't just say, like, oh, if your dog growls or hisses when there's nothing there. It's a ghost. Like, yeah, that's not fair. M- Marble just gets set off by everything. Yeah, and he hears, and he's listening for it. It's like, like they do this thing where they get in this mood where they really want to just patrol. Does. Marble well, well, does. No, He'll no. Go- hold on, hold, hold on. It's Marble's and Kermit, because Kermit is the yeah. minion who has learned exactly from watching him do it. And they do this thing where they both post up and stare at the front door. And any tiny peep that comes from that direction, they will freak out over. Yeah, but I mean, they're staring at a door. It's very specific. They're listening for something. Yeah. But I was going to say that they do this. Marble does this thing where he'll get excited and then he'll like run and look at Kermit because he wants Kermit to also go with him. Yeah, yeah. And you he, know what I mean? Like he doesn't just go chase it by himself 24-7. Like yeah. sometimes he like get he like barks he next to Kermit, Kermit to try and get yeah, Kermit. And Kermit about, plays into it. Oh. They do it with each other and then they'll start barking at each other and then they get each other to go do the same thing. I mean, talk about Zuckerberg. Marble is mind controlling Kermit. He is mind controlling Kermit. And Kermit's just this thoughtless minion who's like, I'm gonna just get controlled. Hey <laughs> minion. Poor Kermit. Hey, minion. He just hey, gets minion. manipulated right and left, don't you? Yeah, just a little guy. You just rescued him from Peach. I love she you. She was trying to play and he's not having it. Peachy, not Peachy. now. Oh. Alright. <laughs> Um, but yeah, barking or hissing when something's not there. Uh, the third one is ignoring you. And I guess this applies more to cats. Like if, if, if they're just ignoring you and looking at something else, but I feel like that means your cat is seeing ghosts 24 fucking seven. (laughs) They're just a dick. And, uh, fear of the unknown. Reddit user (laughs) Lily Beth shared a story two years ago that exemplifies our final sign that your pet has seen a ghost fear. She had recently moved into an old house with her grandparents. The place was about a hundred years old and, and in her words, creepy. One night she and her dog Lola were about to go to bed, but Lola began to act strangely. She jumped up and went to the bed's edge as if to look over her eyes then began to follow something up in the air something invisible i would call her name and she wouldn't move lily beth wrote she turned on the light to see perhaps if lola was being pestered by a fly or a mouse but she saw nothing then as if in fear lola curled up against lily beth occasionally glancing over the edge of the bed throughout the night i don't like that story at all in fact i i wish i had never heard it well, I mean, you've seen them. Uh, okay, but also just to debunk real quick, Kermit is afraid of everything yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh, but we've seen. Remember, we saw Weechi do that a couple times. Yeah, uh, I don't like to think about that. Yeah, it's it creepy. creeps me out. It creeps me out every time that we move, or like you move into a new house. Yes, yes. first of all, it's like a big. Fear I always of mine. sage it, thanks to Rome, because she got me on that sage train. Ro- she gave me that nice sage, and we light all the corners of everything on fire. What's a Rome? Rome. Drone? You mean drone? Stop. I was uh, talking about something, sorry, dog. Sorry. I just didn't know what a Rome was. Rome. Thanks to Rome. The person. I don't know what Stop. Rome. All right. Sorry. Continue. But I always get scared every time that we move that, that you're going to bring the dogs over for the first time after you've already signed your lease and everything. And they're just going to refuse to walk yeah. in the front door because your whole fucking house is haunted. That's a legitimate fear of mine. Well, it's the worst case scenario. You invest. All no, this the worst case scenario is buying a home that's haunted. Well, that's what I mean. It's like you, well, you invest all this money and time and effort in switching homes and the move. And then you finally are all done. And you're like, oh, great. Like, I tight. feel like there are spirits here. And tight, 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 t
Yeah, I like weird stuff. I like weird shit. Um, if you guys have any experiences with any of these things or opinions or if you just want to write the word dink, comment below and we'll read them. Yes, please do. Kermit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Peach has done that three times <laughs> to me. She's done that three times to me, this this podcast. You guys are too This has been a, do- a dog, dog, dog cast. Dog cast. There you go. Dink dog. Dink, dink dog. Dog dog. Dink, dink dog. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Sorry, I'm tired. And it's okay. We you know, I appreciate that you're here. You know, Dink fam, you mean a lot. Uh, we'll be back next week with another podcast. And she's licking the mic. She's licking the mic. Good girl, yeah. Check out the sponsors' links in the description and uh, have a great week, guys. Love you, Dink fam. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.